is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we bite. The shot. <laughs> we are bite. And we want this shot Shit on your fingers. Shit underneath those nails. <laughs> and short nails is that. You know, uh I you and I, we uh respect the old guard, those individuals uh, in terms of actors who've come mm-hmm. and gone, actors, you know, uh, singers, musicians. Mm-hmm. But there's some people who ought to have just given up the ghost. Now, we think that Sidney Poitier is, uh, <laughs> was and is and will forevermore be a genius in terms of acting. He's professional. He was... Um, Debonair, as as we've heard that word used by people that we've mm-hmm. known, and uh, he was the pinnacle of acting skill, talent, being gifted. But in terms of letting go, your goddamn name was Sidney Portier. Portier. Fuck that, not Portier. <laughs> Portier. <laughs> we, it was Portier. Sydney Portier, goddamn. Not Sydney Portier. You hear people announce it, pronounce it that way? Sydney Portier. I'm like, come on now. You got to have no French on to it. You still, Sydney, you still do what you do. You still are gifted and brilliant. No, and I'm uh, awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like uh, 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 Maya Angelou. Mm. Now, we've spoken of Maya. Your name wasn't Maya Angelou to begin with. You changed your name. Well, well you claimed the name, so it was your name. But God damn it, don't try to fancy it up. It was Maya Angelou. God damn it, it was An- Maya Angelou. <laughs> Angela, dang on. <laughs> it was Maya Angelou, God damn it. Not Maya Angelou. <laughs> Oprah would do that a lot, pronounce it. Well, my name is, I can't, I can't do her voice. This is Maya, Maya, Angela. No, it was Maya Angela. God damn, Angela. <laughs> Welcome back, God. Hell yeah. Welcome back. Uh, shit. Speaking of acting and, and movies and stuff like that, um, have you seen uh, The Power of the Dog? No, I have not, but I have it. That's um I have it saved somewhere. I have not seen mm-hmm. the power of the dog yet. But I hear tale. I hear tale. I've heard tale that um it is a one hell of an uh, a situation. That's what I've heard tale. That's what I've read rather, I should say. Have you seen it, my brother? God? I'm in the process of watching it. Mm-hmm. I I stopped it uh so we can get on and do this cast. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm a little over a quarter of a way through the entire movie. And mm-hmm. it's not, it's, it's, it's nothing like I expected it to be. Um, I was kind of interested in it before it was critically acclaimed and nominated for Oscars and stuff like that. You know, because the guy, uh, Dr. Strange, what's his name? Cumberbatch, what, what is his uh, real name? Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, yeah. back. Yeah, he's... Yeah. 
he's really good. So I wanted to check it out. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so anyway, I started looking at it and it's not what I expected. Like I said, and so far it ain't got shit to do with no damn dog. Nothing, man. Not a goddamn thing, man. Um, I saw a dog and heard a dog barking in the background on one scene, but it ain't got nothing to do with a dog. And I'm I'm looking forward to finishing it. Um, it's interesting. I so far I can't say like it's it's awesome yet, but it's very, mm. very interesting. A couple scenes had me like looking at the screen, like what the fuck with my mouth hanging open, like this motherfucker, like oh wow, like, <laughs> and then it's, it's not like nothing, nobody ain't stabbing nobody or nothing like that, but it's like it's certainly interesting, interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I'm not like one of those motherfuckers that like to spoil movies mm-hmm. on people, but it had me thinking. You don't like, like to, you don't like to do what in movies. I don't like the spiral shit. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't like to do that shit. Yeah, yeah. But I like, damn, this motherfucker is. I fucking hate this word. Now, if it wasn't so popular, now it wouldn't bother me because it's you know it's a word that we used before it became mm-hmm. popular. You know, like petty. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, God damn, this motherfucker <laughs> petty and jealous as hell. But that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, okay. And I've only I've only watched a little, maybe a quarter of the movie so far. So the power of the dog is on um, Apple Apple right? right now. It actually is on Netflix right now. Oh well, then that means I need to. So what I'll do is I'll watch it, and then I watch it once we're done with this here, and then we'll discuss it at length. Yeah, on, another, on, a, on, a, on a future episode, man. You, would you recommend it to me, knowing me as you do? Yeah, because, uh, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll recommend it to you. Okay. okay. Um, but there's some other people that I wouldn't even mention it to because, uh, you know, like, what the fuck is this? This ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't, yeah. no, ain't no explosions happening in it or nothing like that, you know, but I can definitely recommend it to you. Because I know okay. you 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 would appreciate some shit like this. Okay. Well, then after we have finished with this particular episode of the main the main <laughs> satellite, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. But but I but I've had it. Um, I swear I thought it was on Apple TV. Um, it might be. It might yeah. be. Damn, my boy's was... cracking like a damn teenager. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was on Apple TV, man, but I know that I had it set aside someplace, whether it was a reminder on my phone or um, it was a YouTube spoiler, spoiler free review or whatever. But that was, one of the things, <laughs> that was one of the things that I had set off to the side. And if you recommended it, then I know it must be uh, quite interesting. Even if mm. it's not, it could be great. It could be not so great. It could be funny as fuck. It could be corny as fuck. If you're recommending a film to me or a television show or a novel, a series of novels or a comic book or whatever the situation might be, it's got to be interesting in whatever way it is. So once we finish this today, I most assuredly will go and check it out. But I like, um, I've seen Benedict Cumberbatch, whatever the fuck his name is. I've seen, I've seen Doctor Strange <laughs> and, things before, <laughs> and things before, man. And I think he's a great actor, like you were saying earlier. He's gifted mm-hmm. at what he does. 
but everything he's done before, everything he done before and since his portrayal portrayal of Doctor Strange um, has been overshadowed by that to me at this point. Mm -hmm. So if this is the sort of film that um, uh, uh, draws back on that a bit, then I'm certainly interested in checking it out. And and and, and I'm gonna let, we're gonna do a cast on it, just reviewing the film once I've. Once I've watched it, we both finished it. I'm watching mm -hmm. it tonight. Yeah. But no dogs. No dogs in evidence. No. So, you heard so a goddamn far. dog walking in the fucking background. You remember those old episodes of The Simpsons when they were like the golden age of The Simpsons, right? The golden age. This is season mm -hmm. one through maybe eight or nine, right? Nine is sort mm -hmm. of pushing it. And they might do a, uh, there'd be a beat, there'd be a scene, and then there'd be a beat, and then they would pan to another location it normally was the nuclear power plant and when they focused on the uh towers of the nuclear power plant you hear that noise <laughs> and so you remember that you remember yeah. that yeah yeah and then they flash really quickly to something else so when yeah. you said you don't hear anything uh you heard a dog in the background that's what i thought of like nothing at all whatsoever to do with a goddamn dog but what the hell let's put a dog in the background let's let's has had a dog being a part of the title. And for those of you who are regular listeners or new listeners, welcome. Of course, we know what irony is here at the main satellite. My brother and I know what that is. We know that titles don't have to don't have to portray anything specifically or surface level about the film. We already know that. We fucking know it. Before you say you expected there to be a dog in the film, okay, we know. <laughs> look, hold, wait, I, look. I, I'm, it's only a quarter of a way through, so maybe a dog would be introduced. Maybe there's one, but even if there isn't, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and Requiem for a Dream, there are no dreams in the motherfucking film. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the standard form, anyway. Yeah. So we already know. So whether there are or aren't beasts um, uh, in this film, we I, I said all that to say we are perfectly aware, you and I, of what metaphors are we know what metaphors are we are learned or learned depending upon where you're from individuals we are readers we are intelligent men we know we know we know we know what metaphors are shut the fuck up yes that's what i want to say about that because sometimes you gotta let people know sometimes yeah. you have to let people know yeah yeah uh they'll be very literal and there won't be any other aspects of you that are um that are obvious to them so you gotta be very literal mm -hmm. you know that's what I got to say about that. But I'm going to check out the power of the D-A-W-G, the doll, <laughs> <laughs> once we finish this. And then we'll do a, a, a review on it once this is done. Yeah, yeah. But so far, you, you're fairly, you're certainly into it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how this pans out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's on the docket? Whatever's on the docket, man. Whatever you anything want to be. Anything and everything. Anything and everything, man. We, I don't know that we thought to have this be part two in any way, shape, form, or fashion of the last cast we did. Um, I don't have too much else to say about that. Will Shit. Smith is. I, I do. Will Smith is an asshole, and people who support him or bandy about excuses for him are assholes, and um, we got to do better as people, as Black people. It doesn't mean, that doesn't mean we need to be perfect. We do need to 
be we know what standards we're held to and unfortunately we we can't afford to be standard human beings when it comes to these people we ought to be able to we ought to be afforded that right everybody else is afforded that right most other groups of people but we know that they're going to use our obdurate or ridiculous behavior to victimize or to shit all over us not that they need not that certain kinds of white people need any sort of real excuse but we know that that's a thing so we have to do look saying do more or be there's an expression i'm trying to fucking circumvent because i hate it right and you know what it is <laughs> do better do better like <laughs> I've had a I've had a drink or two, so I I can't quite find a way to circumvent it. But well, how about how about how about build back better? Build bike ma fucking <laughs> better. B e h t t u h better. <laughs> yeah, build bike better. You know, let's mm-hmm. do better than what it is we're doing. We know what standards we hold to by them, but it ought not to be about it be about the standards that they hold us to. That right. controls us. It ought to be about the standards we hold ourselves to. And, mm-hmm. and also still be able to be three-dimensional, fully functioning human beings. Uh, don't be like Will Smith. Don't be like the individuals who are backing up and excusing um, his behavior. No, what he did isn't the most evil thing in the motherfucking world. There have been many things that have been done that are much worse than that. But mm-hmm. we have to we have to build by better. As a great <clears throat> God, I appreciate that. Yeah. What do you got to say about this here or what mo do you have to say about this here i can i can go on for days about that slap but i I don't know if it actually is about the slap or just about where we are today as a people as americans um It's a, uh, it's just a, I was about to say a microcosm of where we are today, but it's actually, shit, it was at the Oscars, uh, <laughs> a macrocosm of mm-hmm. where we are today. Um, and then the reaction to it, people excusing the bullshit is, is, it disgusts me, man. It really fucking disgusts me because if you excuse this, where do you draw the line with Trump supporters and Kanye Pest supporters? There is no line. Mm-hmm. And now with Will Smith, there is no line. I'm seeing videos of uh, this happened overseas somewhere in Europe, I think somewhere like at the end of a tennis match two uh, teen, two black teenagers finished the tennis match and the loser of the tennis match slapped the uh, the winner of the tennis match yeah. seeing yeah. shit like here in america where um this was a track meet um somebody ran up to this motherfucker was getting dragged was getting uh dusted and um he stopped and waited for the motherfucker to come back around and uh ran up to him to the leader of the pack and ran behind him and and punched him in the back of the head. Mm -hmm. Another video I saw here at a fucking church where they were having some kind of little basketball tournament for teenagers. Um, 
a bunch of teenagers who participated in the in the basketball tournament going up to a grown ass man, a referee, uh, cornering him and attacking him. Um, beat him down to yeah. the ground, to the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of stuff was happening before the slap, but now that a lot of people are excusing the slap, like how much more are we going to see of that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything we know in America is that average, quote unquote, average everyday people, um, quite a lot of us take our leads from celebrities. We know that we take our cues from celebrities. So the videos which you have shot with me, <laughs> um, you shot that shit. Um, I have, as a result of you shying, that I've seen those things as well. And yes, it was occurring before um, this happened at the Oscars. But being as how we know how Americans are when it comes to celebrities, and being as how we know how Americans are when it comes from when it comes to taking cues from individuals who are um, staples of pop culture, we know that in the, some of these were impacted by that. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. People feel as if he and individuals like him get away with whatever it is that they want to do. It's similar to what it is. It's the exact same thing, in fact, identical to the Trump situation. Him being a racist asshole uh, made a lot of people feel at home to use Mm -hmm. a Simpsons uh, word. It made them feel in big. It embiggened them. It made them feel embiggened, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's <laughs> in, the fucking, in the fucking dictionary now. Believe it or not, that's how <laughs> prominent the Simpsons used to fucking be. Doe is in this. Is in there. Damn. It's in there. Cromulent is another word that the writers made up, and it's now. I don't know. I can't recall what that means. Uh, prevalent. Uh, something that is um, relatable is something that's something, right? But anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it embiggened these motherfucking individuals, assholes, who always wanted to be what they were and who and how and what they were, but Trump gave them the power, the power, the power <laughs> to move as they had always wanted to. The same thing is uh, applicable to Kunye. You know, the things he's done and said, people are excusing that, and now folks are taking their cues from this asshole. So, we have to be really aware. That's what I was saying, what we were saying earlier. We have to be very careful about what we display and what we allow others to see. But most importantly, we have to be important about, and we have to be, uh, it's very important that we are aware of what we are presenting to one another because there are a lot of people, not all of them are kids, who take their cues from individuals who are popular, invisible, and wealthy, and famous, and all the rest of those fucking things. Where is the line? I don't believe there is a line. As you said, these individuals don't have a line. Just a few of the individuals we mentioned, so why should anybody else? If anything, man, having a line limits your exposure and your popularity and how worthy of being emulated you are. These videos and occasions are occurring on a very regular basis here in America. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> God damn. 
Fuck it. Fuck it. Um, like you said, man, it's the same thing that's happening with Trumpers and mm-hmm. Kunye supporters. Mm-hmm. Same thing. What's another thing that's troubling about it, um, specifically with the Black community, is you got people excusing that shit, saying, like, other races need to stay out of this. Ah. Slap, the slap incident because mm-hmm. this is this is something that's we're not gonna cancel we we ain't gonna cancel Will Smith this is just something within you know our community or whatever like mm-hmm. this is like normal like this is mm-hmm. this is our thing you got this bitch Tiffany Cross with MSNBC saying that uh white people need to stay out of it um pretty much because it's a black thing you know mm-hmm. a little explanation I'm just paraphrasing here. She was saying, like, uh, if you go over to somebody's house and the father, you, you know, you y'all sitting down for dinner and the father slapped the mother, you're not gonna pretty much you ain't gonna get involved in that shit. You're just gonna be looking crazy, you know. You're just gonna be looking like what the fuck is going on? You ain't gonna get involved in it. Um, so she's saying, like, the person sitting down, not getting involved in it should be people of other races. Mm-hmm. So y'all need to just sit back, and that's just a normal thing that happens mm-hmm. in that household, which is the black community. That won't normal in our fucking households. Now, in our household, you and me, and a lot of other people, millions mm-hmm. of other black households, m- motherfuckers ain't slapping um, each other. That's not normal. Mm-hmm. We we're not. <laughs> Despite that's what, not us. that's not us. Despite mm-hmm. what motherfuckers believe, what's been pushed out in in media and movies and stuff like that, and TV shows, we ain't violent like that. We people just like everybody else. We're not mm-hmm. fucking animals. Mm-hmm. We don't go around slapping motherfuckers because they said some hurtful words. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Tiffany Cross. Yeah. Sit your ass down. <laughs> what you're doing is you're telling on you're telling about what it is you're speaking about what it is you have experienced don't project that shit on other people right that was not a that wasn't even sem- a semi-regular thing in our homes and i'm sure the homes of millions of other black people you can own that that belongs to you is yours bought and paid for but don't attempt to have other people put in on it fuck all that mm-hmm Fuck yeah, that. Man. Yeah. Also, um, it's interesting just dovetailing off of what you've just said, God. The things that we want white people to have input on, and when that occurs, and then the things that we don't want white people or anyone else for that matter to have input on. So white people can speak about injustice and racial inequality, right? and social and financial uh, financial inequalities and these things, redlining, redlining and all these things, man. And we need, we, a lot of us speak about needing them as allies. You've heard it before, God. Listen, black people in America, there are not that many of us, we cannot correct or uh, rectify white behavior. We can't do that. There are not enough of us, they don't respect us these individuals are like this. So it's going to be up to white people to hold other white people accountable. That's something that you've heard and read loads of motherfucking times. We both heard and read it. So 
what's the difference between these individuals taking a stand for what's right and what is decent and good and what this situation is going on we don't air out our dirty laundry fuck that you can't have it both ways and unfortunately, there are going to be some individuals who weigh in on these things who are going to have racist, fucked up perspectives. But that would have been the way that it would, that was always the way it was going to be. So you can't focus on those individuals. Uh, if you have white people who are saying it's fucked up, as black people are saying it's fucked up what he did or what Cunha does or various other fucking people of color black people do, then guess what? Not all of them are motherfucking lying. Not all of them are off base. Sometimes a fucked up thing is just a fucked up thing. And it's right. okay for anybody and everybody to 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 uh, speak on it. Mm-hmm. Condemn that bullshit. Condemn it. All the way around. <laughs> you got motherfuckers going after Jim Carrey after what he said about like he, about Chris Rock should have sued his motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Fuck motherfuckers who oppose that view. Yeah. How would you feel if somebody came to your motherfucking job and slapped you at work? Yeah. How would you feel? How would your family feel about that? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck Will Smith. Fuck Jada Pickett. Pickett. Whatever the fuck her fucking name is. Um, well, you can't, call, you can't call her Jada Pickett because she's got not to pick. Oh, I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. <laughs> fuck her. She can't pick that shit. You just got to brush it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck their kids, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wish Chris Rock would have reacted immediately. And if he if he was just too shocked to react, mm-hmm. um, that's okay. I wish he would have pressed charges on this motherfucker and sued him. Yeah. 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 I um right is right. And every every bit is right is right and wrong is wrong. Every bit uh, every bit is Right is right and wrong is wrong, is what I'm saying. And when we start policing those individuals who speak out against or speak out on horse shit, it's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. It's a slippery slope. If it had been up to, for instance, if it had been up to Black people and Black people, Black Americans and Black Americans alone to see to the abolishment of chattel slavery, then we would still be enslaved. We can't, it doesn't mean we're not powerful. It means we can't do it all on our own. There were abolitionists uh, who were white who said, this can't stand. So they stood with us. They're not all that way. I believe that most of them at that time weren't that way, but there were some who held a specific level of importance that they were able to have an impact. Uh, if you're gonna, we can't do everything of ourselves. We can't do everything alone, right? So those individuals who want to stand by us and stand with us, don't alienate them. Don't do that. Why would you do that? Let if a person calls a some fuck shit, what it is, which is fuck shit, then let them do that. Jim Carrey was not wrong. He is not fucking wrong. Uh, you and I have seen videos and have read articles. 
in which black people, uh, specific sorts of black Americans have given their perspective. Stay out of the Kool-Aid. Stay out of the arguments. This is not your dirty laundry. That we're, we're not airing it to you. But we are a public people. We're like you said earlier, man. We're no different than anybody else. We are people. We are three-dimensional mm-hmm. human beings. That's all the good, all the bad, and everything lukewarm that comes between. If you are an individual who has an issue with what Carrie has said, or with what uh DL Heavely has said, or um Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz has said, or uh what's Richard Pryor Jr.'s name? Steve Harvey. Has said, I couldn't remember. <laughs> I didn't know who you were talking about at first, man. <laughs> <laughs> Second coming of fucking Richard Pry, you know, yeah, Steve he Harvey. Sat that's, up in his seat. Yeah, that's what he thinks. <laughs> he heard <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's somewhere smiling with that thick ass mustache. If <laughs> you still got it, I believe. Um, but the individuals who are assholes. You always know who they are because the instant someone has a crossword to say about the behavior of assholes, they're right on it. They're right on defending uh, uh, the asshole or they're right on uh, uh, admonishing the individuals who decided to speak up about it, whatever race, creed, color, whatever they are, right? But I go back to what you said a few minutes ago. What if it had been you at a job or on the bus or in the po- line at the post office, or at the doctor's office, and you spoke your mind about something, whatever it was. So long as you don't threaten anyone, you can say whatever you want to say, and nobody has cause to strike you. More than that, right? Because as you and we all feel like we can handle ourselves, most of us, right? Imagine, as you and I mentioned before on the land, on part one, imagine watching this happen. And to all intents and purposes, this is with impunity because there were no direct consequences. Will Smith suffered no no direct consequences. So imagine being the sibling, a loved one of a person who is assaulted and you can't do anything at all to protect them or to respond or and or react. Both, uh, I think it's two different brothers, right brother? Who spoke out, Chris Rock's brothers, who spoke out about this. One brother was irate and pretty much saying he was saying, "Try that with me. You hit my mm-hmm. brother. Try that with me. I, I beat your motherfucking ass." Right. Mm-hmm. The other one was a little bit less, uh, a little bit more what some people might call presentable. He felt that Will Smith should have his reward revoked or taken back or however the fuck people might want to say it, and that uh, he has, as to his knowledge, he hasn't. Uh, contacted his brother or anybody in the family. Will Smith, that is to say, hasn't contacted anyone to apologize. First and foremost, Chris Rock. Um, He was disgusted about that. Um, As well, he should be. Nobody ought to be giving this person, this man, a pass. You said something to me, and I want you to to repeat it, God. You said something to me yesterday about uh, immediate responses and responses following up uh, and condolences and things of that nature in terms of who was receiving them. Tell me, say, tell me again what it is you said in terms of the reactions to who got the lion's share of the uh, positive. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the public's response was to pretty much coddle Will Smith 
and to just wonder like what set him off what what triggered him like everybody was talking about what led to this they were worried about his state of mind leading up to this like this was the last straw and even after like is he going to recover from this how is he feeling after this but no hardly nobody was talking about how chris rock felt the, the he was the one assaulted nobody really was really talking about how he felt about it um we stumbled upon a a, a um <clears throat> audio clip of dl really apologizing and being straight up honest about how it it didn't even cross his mind to think about how Chris Rock felt about it. And I I, I commend him for being honest. You know, he said that, you know, he thought about what led with Will Smith to do that. You know, all of the ridicule he endured from that um, entanglement situation and, and other things in the past, it just piled on until he, snap basically he talked about that on his show or podcast show um but he didn't he did he said it didn't cross his mind to think about how chris felt about it and that was disheartening i i appreciate his honesty but that was disheartening to know that he didn't think about it until later you know our immediate reaction was like god damn like how how is how would this how is Chris Rock feeling? This 57-year-old man feeling after enduring something like that. How is his family feeling after seeing something like that? Um, but yeah, that, that that's what we were talking about yesterday. How would this person feel? How would this man, 57-year-old man, which by the way, I gotta say, during the last show, we were speaking about it. Listen, I knew he was over 50. But I didn't know um, that he was 57. Me neither. Me neither. But thinking about it, he's been around publicly for some time. He's been around publicly. So it stands to reason he'd be older. But I guess because he doesn't look it, you know, to me at least. Um, but I'll say um, in regards to what you mentioned a moment ago, that was the immediate reaction that millions of people had well he snapped he is tired of being seen as hollywood's most successful clown he is not uh he's upset about being uh highly successful but also not being taken seriously by his own people and then there are the things that are going on in his family which his wife has made obvious and he has also played a part in that right that was the uh response that so many people had to what it is that it occurred now is chris rock's neck broken no is he gonna die of uh a, a... no 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 it's not gonna happen he's gonna be fine in fact he is fine i dare say he's better off financially perhaps in terms of the circuit the the the, the standard circuit that he's been in some time so no he's not gonna die he'll be okay he'll be fine he'll be better off than most of us on planet earth are but and, and ever will be 
but there's something to be said for an individual who's spoken publicly about being bullied as a youth and bullied well and you know into his adulthood being bullied publicly being humiliated publicly there are people who have taken their own lives for less these individuals don't know who were so hard up when it came to they were hard up for anything to say about chris rock but they had uh uh empathy of plenty for will smith mm. right and his wife these people don't know what his it is bitch of a wife his bald-headed burly bitch of a wife they didn't know what um rock had been going through they don't people you don't know what people are going through mm-hmm. you don't know and it's just interesting to me that so many people weren't thinking in terms of that when it came to chris as they were thinking when it came to Will Smith. Is it because Will Smith is more popular? Is it because he's more beloved or beloved, depending on you know, how you want to pronounce it, right? You know? <laughs> um, uh, if you're open for you call it beloved, right? <laughs> um, if he, we know that he's in therapy. Mm-hmm. We know that he's in therapy. Chris Rock that is, he's in therapy to this day. So we don't know what that might have that off man what that might have caused mm-hmm. that man could have mm-hmm. gone home at night and not been able to take it anymore whatever he w- had been taking and, and it is like because we know that it happens mm-hmm. we know he could have gone home and overdosed on benzos hmm. or he could have smoked meth he could have done anything to get over there i mean that's you listen you got to be a strong fucking human being to move and, and black a black man in particular mm-hmm. in america a black america to Take that, not react in the way that I believe you and I, we believe most people would have reacted, public or fucking not, right? And then to move forward with your with your life, in particular your act. You are a comedian. Your bread and butter is talking about shit like it's here. Laughing about it, making other people laugh about it, right? Mm-hmm. But you are now the butt or the brunt of the joke. So it, it had to take quite a bit of self-awareness and of strength to move forward doing what it is you do specifically this is what you do this is your livelihood beyond your film roles beyond your small screen roles beyond your books this is this is your bread and butter this is what you do so uh, that's commendable as you were speaking about earlier that's commendable um but who knows what it is he might have been going through he has kids I think he's married or he's he's married, right? I think so. Whether he is, I ain't, he's got people in his life who love him, including kids. Mm-hmm. He's got brunt siblings. Maybe his parents are alive. Friends and, and things of that nature, man. Maybe a sister, uh, sister or two. Um, it takes a lot to continue doing what it is he's doing, but we don't know what he was going through. That's just my long-winded version, way of saying you are right about that. And the fact that there was a standing ovation when mm. this cocksucker got on stage and began to speak about the polar opposite. He, be, he began to speak in a way that was the polar opposite of what his actual actions suggested. He actually believed in how he actually moved, how he rolled, how he saw life, whatever his perspective is, you name it, right? I'm about love. I'm about protection. I'm about delivering God's will through what I was born to do. But 
he also went out of his way to not apologize to the individual he actually hurt physically. A standing ovation, man. Mark, Jim Carrey, uh, his words were, as you know, some of our listeners may not know, Jim Carrey uh, referred to Hollywood as spineless. This, mm-hmm. And that's what that was, man. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck are you giving this asshole a standing ovation? Like, what? Why are you doing that? I don't know if Chris was on stage or not. I don't know how his... And then it extends beyond him. Really? Right? You have to extrapolate mm-hmm. to his family. What about his mama? What if his mama's still with us? I don't know. Or his daddy. We know his brothers, his siblings are with us. We know he's got kids, right? Mm-hmm. He's got friends who love him as family loves family. What about how they were impacted by that? It moves beyond the person. It's them first and foremost, of course, right? But it moves mm-hmm. beyond the person. And look, something else too, people know that he, if you are connected to him, people know that you're connected to him. What about those individuals who might clown you through clowning your, your loved one who didn't do anything after all? He didn't mm-hmm. behave like a quote unquote black man ought to mm-hmm. and before the eyes of millions, you mm-hmm. know? I, it's just fucked up, man. So Hollywood, the the ridicule that Smith was enduring, uh, pertaining let's call, to this. Let's call him. Let's call him Smitty. Smitty. <laughs> that Smitty was enduring, pertaining to this entanglement bullshit, the emasculation, and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. He. I don't know if I'm using this term. He wrought that on Chris Chris Rock. Yeah. So yeah. now he's pretty much, it, for lack of a better word, entangled in that same bullshit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Emasculated as well. <laughs> I ain't read Will, Will Smith's book. I don't plan on reading that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But I heard that he talked about the abuse that his mom took from his father and you know how he felt that he was uh incapable of of doing anything about it felt powerless mm-hmm. um his father was an abuser he himself became an abuser mm-hmm. and pretty much did his best to emasculate a man in front of the nation, mm-hmm. a, a fellow black man, mm-hmm. did his best to try to emasculate him. He didn't, Chris. He didn't emasculate you. I don't, don't, I don't know what he's feeling. He might be feeling on top of the world right now, but if 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 he's not, I want him to know that he ain't been emasculated. This bitch mm-hmm. ass motherfucking Smitty didn't emasculate you, but we'll <laughs> try to. That was his. That was his. <clears throat> that was his goal. That was his goal to emasculate him by slapping, slapping a man, slapping, yeah. slapping a grown ass man and turning your back and walking, you know, what you said, like puff his coat up, his uh, yeah. blazer, yeah, sat back down and then say like, keep my wife name out your fucking, that's trying to emasculate somebody, man. It is. All the shit he endured from his life. He tried to put that on Chris Rock. Yeah. And the joke, yeah. 
again, man, the joke was not that bad. The joke was not distasteful either. I don't give a damn when nobody say he didn't know the bitch had alopecia. Yeah. He, I mean, just figured she just shaved her head. And, you know, he was joking on a lot of other people as well. That's and, right. And, and it was par for the course. It was about movies. G.I. Jane 2. Bitch, mm-hmm. you got your head shaved. You sitting in the front fucking front row like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the joke wasn't that bad, man. The joke was not that bad. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah. And fuck anybody who think that it was bad and he was uh, depowering black women. Yeah. Fuck y'all, man. Y'all just, yeah. fuck y'all. That, that ain't, that ain't, I don't give a damn. I ain't in Chris's mind, but that's not what he was. He, that, I'm pretty sure that didn't even cross his fucking mind. It didn't. There are, and it's worth mentioning too, that there are, because of the balance, the numbers uh, in this country, there are far more short-haired or balding or straight-up bald-headed white women than there are black women. And I get it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, there's something that I want to say about that, too. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Hair is a it's an issue in mm-hmm. the black community, the black American community, particularly not so much with men. It mm-hmm. is, but it's not. But it's certainly heightened with black women. There are black women who take offense to being called, because I've thought about this, take offense to being called short-haired or to being called bald-headed or to being um, compared to whatever, bald objects, eggs, X, Y, Z. Now, we, <laughs> we know that that's not so because we're black. Right, and we mm-hmm. watched our mamas and our sisters and aunts and grandmamas and everything grow up, friends grow up. But the, the the problem with that is, and I know that it's not the responsibility of the victimized to express why, to express the depths of their victimization, Vic- victimization, right? I know it's not the responsibility of the bully to express why they ought, why he or she, them, they, whatever the fuck ought not to have been bullied, right? But there's mm-hmm. something to be said for imbibing that, for internalizing. There's something to be said for internalizing that. Now, there's one thing that we know about Black women, Black American women, is that our bro- our sisters, Mother, mamas, grandmamas, aunts, uncles, friends, we know that they are powerful. We know that they are powerful like no no other group of people on planet Earth. We know that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I say, because you know those individuals who are speaking about, um, there's a history of hair hatred when it comes to Black women in in America. There's a history of... um, Fuck nottery. There's a history of bully, uh, being bullied and all of those things. We, our Black women, those who feel offended on this score, right, need to figure out some, not all, 
how to not sup of that venom. The individuals who are calling you bald-headed or saying you can't grow hair or saying that you are masculine, you're not feminine because of X, Y, and Z, that's their motherfucking bag. That's got mm -hmm. nothing to do with who, what, how, or where you are as an individual. That's them. Let them be them because I, whether you decide to let them be them or not, guess what? They're going to fucking be them. They're still going to be assholes if they're white mm -hmm. people, if they're Latino people, if they're black mm -hmm. men, other black women. They're going to be mm -hmm. who, they're going to be who, what, how, and where they are. So it's mm -hmm. not for you to imbibe that. It's not for you to internalize that. Know who, how, and what you are. Know your strength. Know your zeal, right? Know your power. Know who you are. And that sort of thing. And I, I don't know it. I'm, I'm saying it, God, like it's the simplest thing in the world. I'm not a black woman. I don't know, right? Mm -hmm. I know it's a thing in this country. Well, black women are uh, have shit talked about them, and and by their own men, and mm. their own sisters and aunts and nieces and cousins and mamas and grandmamas and all of that. We know that, and by obviously white people, okay, and folk, other folks of other uh, racial backgrounds and groups and everything, man. But so that means I don't know what it is to be a black woman who has to deal with that consistently. Our hair, unless we're balding, isn't really ever talked about, and even when we're balding. And the black American community, specifically black men, is considered fucking debonair, is considered sexy, is considered aging gracefully and all of those things. So we don't we know we don't have to deal with quite the same things they have to deal with because so much of their femininity is tied to their hair. Mm -hmm. Whereas with masculinity, you could be a James Evans and be mm -hmm. masculine as fuck. You could have it halfway done. Mm -hmm. You could be a George Jefferson and be masculine mm -hmm. as fuck, right? Mm -hmm. You can't quite be a Florida. Evans in the same way you could be a James Evans. Mm -hmm. The point that I'm trying to make is you don't give other people power over you in that way. Mm -hmm. You don't allow, and if you give it to them, you certainly don't allow them to retain it. You take your power back. Some of these same women who are saying things like, well, uh, let's say uh, there's a thing with black women. He did this mm -hmm. thing, good hair, years and years ago, right? Mm -hmm. um, then he turns around and he picks on a woman who's, as far as she's concerned, perhaps they shaved her head low. And it wasn't a bad look on her. She still looked beautiful. She still looked great, mm -hmm. presentable, whatever, mm -hmm. depending on what your taste is. But, you know, he could turn around and talk shit about a black woman who has shorter hair. This is what some people are saying. Some I'm speaking about black women in particular, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe the power you could have or that you feel you don't have could be drawn back to you if you stop engaging in certain behaviors or certain actions like for instance wearing the hair of other people mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> man <sighs> man Mm -hmm. So we get into your head, gluing it onto your head, mm. uh, putting on a, a skull or skull cap or I don't know what it's called, but then, you know, pulling it on your head. Th your power comes through the exposure of who you are. Mm -hmm. You can't expose who it is you are on that score if you're constantly covering it up with other mm -hmm. people's quote unquote strength, with other people's mm -hmm. quote unquote beauty. You can't, that's, it's not going to be possible. Mm -hmm. So recognizing and resting, standing, and moving in your own power, there's something to be said for 
that. Yes. Black women are beautiful with long hair, curly hair, free hair, short hair, no fucking hair. We recognize that. We know mm-hmm. that. And there are plenty mm-hmm. of Black women who know it as well. But those who are speaking in defense of Will, of Smitty, <laughs> mm-hmm. don't either don't recognize that or haven't thought much about it. And I'm not a Black woman. I'm not a Black American woman, nor are you. So it's not for us to speak for them. What we can speak is our perspective, what we mm-hmm. view, what we see constantly, mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. So all our Black sisters, out there, this is not an admonishment. Mm. We are saying those of you who care or who are wrapped up in this for that specific reason, recognize your own power and your own beauty and your own Mm. majesty because you got it all. Yep. Got it all. Yeah, that was, I went on a tangent there. I went on a fucking spiel, but you know, you know what I'm saying? I had to say that. Yeah. All right, man. Um, the power that you hold is not determined by other people. The power we hold, our women, our men, us in general, is not determined by other people. We determine that. Not even other people inside of our group, who we are. Mm-hmm. Those who look like us. Your power is determined by you. Yep. If black women were some black women in America, black American women were were less irritated or as they say sometimes bothered by that, then the jokes would vanish, man. I really do believe that. The jokes mm-hmm. would fucking vanish because they wouldn't have any power. They'd be fucking uh uh uh, uh neutered. Yeah. The power would be neutered, it would be sterilized. You know what I'm saying? As long as our women continue to react to that, this is what I feel these jokes will never not be offensive to certain kinds of people. Women, men, whatever the fuck you might call it. You know, that's what I got to say about that. Don't, don't give motherfuckers your power. Know your power and rest in it. I'm sure you don't hear women in countries in Africa complaining about having shorter hair because that's the way that they, it's not that they can't grow it, but that's the way that they wear it. They wear it that way. Like, fuck all the extra, they wear it that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you remember in the early 90s, God, when you had your... Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton's, Grace Jones, your mm-hmm. your uh, 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 Neil Long's. Mm-hmm. You had your Viola Davis's, because hers were short at one point in time. Mm-hmm. She decided to wear it. With, I remember, you remember when that was sexy? Remember when that mm-hmm. was like what all, what white women were trying to do that. Asians mm-hmm. were trying to do that. They were, they were mm-hmm. following suit. Latino women mm-hmm. were doing that. Like, that was the shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that we know. It's not that our women don't grow long hair. It's that we are ashamed of what comes to us naturally in terms of kink and curl and not having long what it what it really is, God is not having that long, those long flowing Eurocentric locks. That's what it really comes down to. I don't understand that, man. How you feel about that guy? I, I I don't I don't understand it. It's oh I, I just don't I, I really really don't understand that. It's 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 becoming more common in uh, social media and 
in Hollywood, not necessarily like movies and stuff, but like, I, well, let me, let me, in the music industry with, with long, straight fucking hair shit, you know, I don't understand that, man. This Kardashian takeover type shit, man. It's just, it literally disgusts me, man. I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, Jada during the Oscars, um, she didn't have a uh, uh, crazy reaction to what Chris said. She just rolled her eyes and she was gonna let him just keep going and shit. It was real punk ass who had a stupid reaction. Um, she was just gonna roll her eyes and just let him keep going. Cause she knows that, you know, he's not taking her power away from her by joking about her hairstyle. You've seen videos of her saying, pretty much saying like, you know, she's gonna rock this shit, this hairstyle, this, 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 this shaved head. She was confident. Um, it was Will who had the bitch reaction. Um, And like you said, we're not black women, so we don't know exactly what they feel whenever they hear things like that or <clears throat> look at themselves in the mirror. Um, but from our from from my perspective, I could say that I would fuck a woman with no hair just as quick as I would fuck a woman with long hair. And I would prefer to fuck a woman with no hair than fuck a woman that had somebody else's hair. Yeah. And I've I've been like that for you've been like that for as long as I know you. Yeah. 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 So fuck what anybody else says, man. Like be Just be, be proud of what you be, be you. Mm-hmm. Be you. And I, I on, on the fucking front, I 100% agree. Uh, is who you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you are confident in and, and about. Mm-hmm. Look, hold, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let, 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 let me be more specific because some people might think like, yeah, you, you, you a fuck anything. No, I, we would, we, we have standards, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and we, we got standards now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were, we were young, we were younger. Yes, yeah. we yes, man. Yes. yes. Yeah. We have, we have standards and it's not, it, I prefer Mm. prefer we prefer mm. women that have their own hair whether it's short no hair at all mm. or long long as it's your own fucking hair you're golden you're fine yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's all i wanted to say man because some people uh, be like you fuck anything yeah nah no it's not that's not that way they're personal preferences and standards that stand um and and uh I want to I say 
on that. We some of that <coughs> a lot of this is down, like I was saying earlier, is down to how we view ourselves. Mm-hmm. I remember um what was the group that did this song, Mystic? Was it Jean A? Hey, Mr. DJ. That's it. Jean A? Jean A? yeah. At one point in time, they had short hair. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about, and I'm talking about cut close, like yep. close, you know. But how many, we were teenagers. We were young teenagers when that song came out, you know. Mm-hmm. How many young men, 12, 13 years old, coming into their puberty, wanted to get lay their hands on them? Wanted to fuck mm-hmm. them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that was, mm-hmm. you know, a big thing. Tony Braxton with the short ass hair. Even mm-hmm. when she didn't have it processed, they wanted to fuck her. Later on, Neil Long, uh, mm-hmm. Grace Jones. I mean, you can keep mm-hmm. it fucking going. You, you can keep it going, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Ree, when her shit was really fucking short, mm-hmm. you know, she was still powerful. Not still, she was beautiful and powerful. So mm-hmm. a lot of that is what we allow. A lot of that is what we internalize. And it's a it's an aspect of white supremacy because that's what it is, right? But at some point in time, we, there needs to be some responsibility on our parts. We need to take some responsibility. That's what they think, or that's what they thought. That's what a lot of them still think. Fuck that. That's not us. Also, there are African tribes and all and and black tribes all over the fucking world, man, throughout the course of history, who had their own goddamn long braided ass motherfucking hair. So we are a myriad people, man. We are a myriad fucking people. We are all colors, all shapes, all sizes, all hair textures. That's one of the things that makes us so fucking beautiful that we are malleability fucking personified and Mm -hmm. everybody wants it. Everybody wants to emulate it. Everybody wants Mm -hmm. us. Everybody fetishizes us. There's a reason why. I'm not saying that being fetishized is a good thing. I am saying as far as they're concerned, these people who, whether they're white, Asians, uh, Indian, you know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. you know, Native American, but you know what I'm saying? There's something to be, they think is positive. So mm-hmm. us resting in our beauty, yo, you have white women in America, even now, who have invested in fucking finger waves. You're not going to get mm. finger waves if your shit is down your ass crack. Nah. It's got your hair that has to be a certain consistency, right? A certain thickness, even with the chemicals that are used. You know what I'm saying? Or mm. the hair being braided, dreads and shit like, look at how we are emulated, yo. Look at how we are admired. Everything about us, short, long, bald-headed, tall, fat, skinny, big lip, mm-hmm. big nose, no lips, no nose, big ass, pancake mm-hmm. ass. It doesn't fucking matter. There's something about us, our our complexions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's something about us that's extremely worthy of imit- imitatable. Yeah, but we have to recognize that that us, that's us men, our women have to recognize that these jokes, these insults, these stereotypes. They only hold power if we allow, and that's the truth, man, God, if we mm-hmm. allow them to have fucking power. Yeah. We, we got to allow them to have power. We got to lend them fucking power and energy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for them to be effective and to be mm-hmm. hurtful. Mm-hmm. You know, 
in terms of those individuals who were saying things like he was defending his woman. Listen, there's nothing wrong with a black man defending his woman. That's the way it ought to be. Our women should be protected as we ought to be protected by our women, by one another, right? Yeah, yeah. But Jada Pinkett has been at this for a while. She's a grown woman. Yeah. She's got her yeah. own source of strength and power. Exactly. If somebody had been attacking her physically, then yeah, Will Smitty, get up, stand up, do your thing, protect your woman. But that she's a damn, she's a fifty year old woman, or close mm -hmm. enough to it for government work, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. She could defend herself. You just stand back. The, the woman rolled her eyes. She was going to let it go. You had to get up and take it back to what it is you were saying a moment ago. Emasculate this man. So not only have you emasculated, or you attempted, because you didn't succeed. You showed who you actually are, right? Not only did you attempt to emasculate this, emasculate this man, you also attempted to defend an individual who wasn't in danger, who didn't need your defense. Nah. She's a big yeah. fucking, she's a grown-ass woman. Grown-ass woman. Ever since she came on the scene, that's the type of person she is. You know, like, she's able to take care of herself in situations. You don't need no fucking uh chauvinist to come in and save her yeah um look that character she played on a different world lena that mm -hmm. wasn't a character she was playing that's who the fuck she is i believe yeah that's who she was lena you know yeah that's why she, i believe that's why she could play the part so goddamn well you know and she, mm -hmm. she was in 19 20 21 22 however old she was she can defend herself. She, she can take care of herself. It's not as if she was being uh, approached by some burly fucking street beast in a Columbo coat, you know what I'm saying? On a dark and right. stormy fucking night, you know, a misty right. fucking night with a hat pulled down over his goddamn eyes, you know? Mm -hmm. She was being joked on, like so many other people have been and have mm -hmm. been, right, by a comedian. That, 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 that didn't... That's just further... That just turned him into, he was already a bitch, mm -hmm. but that turned him into more of a bitch. Mm -hmm. You know, like, what the fuck? Like, this overreaction over this shit, like, that was a hell of an overreaction. That just made him more of a bitch. I did and if he was a metaphorical clown before he made himself into an actual factual balls to the wall sincere spit on your neck motherfucking clown mm -hmm. that's what he actually is in real life you know mm -hmm. um you know i've heard you and i we have heard <laughs> and read individuals saying things like well i mean people forgot wheel from feeling wheel from feeling jazzy jeff <laughs> The DJ Jazzy Jeff says something similar. He's a Philly boy. Who gives a fuck? Well, you, you know, I never, we have never understood it. We've been talking about this for 30 years. Never understood it. Man, I'm from, I'm from the Bronx, man. I'm from the fucking, I'm from the, the borough. I'm from uh, 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 Charlotte. I'm from Durham. I'm from fucking Cali. I'm from fucking Wild. Who gives, like, as if somehow where you're from lends you a degree of power and aggressiveness that is alien or foreign concept to people that are from other places? What the fuck does that mean? What what what, what is that? It don't mean a damn thing. Somebody no. from somebody from the backwoods that come slash your motherfucking throat quicker than anybody in the city would. Like talking about it. Yeah. 
hell. If you believe in Jesus, Jesus was some fucking God from heaven if there was a heaven there. And Jesus came in the temple, went into the temple and turned some shit over. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where you're from doesn't determine your level of badassery, your level of strength, your level of manhood or womanhood. I've never, you and I have never understood it. But I'm from, who gives a fuck where you're from? You can have your nose popped as quickly as anybody else could. Mm-hmm. Many people, a, a few people were saying, people forget, people forget, you know, he from Philly. Who cares? Who gives a shit where you're from? You know, they thought that they didn't think he was a man. That's something else too, man, how people idolize. They idealize individuals, man, idealize them and idolize them. He is a man, a flesh and blood man from who happens to be a multimillionaire, <clears throat> superstar, performer, very popular from a place, but he's still only a man. Like people talk about him like he's the fucking incredible. Mm. Mm. God, man. God, yeah. man. Where, where was Biggie from? The Bronx? Yeah. Where was Tupac from? California? Mm-hmm. Both of them dead. <laughs> <laughs> Hell where yeah. Was- where was Hitler from? Fucking someplace in Austria? He's dead, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The point that I'm trying to make is I'm going off on a tangent again, God. It doesn't matter where the fuck you're from. It doesn't matter what the fuck you got going on. A person who's never struck out as anybody, at anybody else in his or her life, you fuck with the wrong way and they will cut your motherfucking throat. Not your throat, your throat. Mm-hmm. Just bam, just backhand, cut your motherfucking throat with a short ass razor. Mm-hmm. They hide in their lip. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> But Jazzy Jeff said that about Smitty. Man, people forget he's from Philly. That's that Philly coming out. I think he said something like, that's that Philly coming out in him. Look, I don't <laughs> say we're going to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say we're going we gonna to wrap it up on this. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers like Jazzy Jeff. Fuck him from, from now into eternity. Mm-hmm. Anybody who supports what Will Smith did and excuses that shit, fuck you from now until in, in my in my in my eyes, in my opinion, fuck mm-hmm. you until eternity. I don't give a fuck about you. Fuck you. Fuck that shit. Fuck Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though you know he been his boy since way back in the day. But yeah. he excusing that shit and, and, and glorifying it. Oh, yeah, everybody forgot he from Philly, man. Fuck you. That's why you've been in his shadow for <laughs> God over damn. half of your damn lifetime. Because mm-hmm. you a fucking bitch just like him. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Fuck, Who's man. propped him up? Yeah. And I want to say one other thing about it as well, God, since we're closing this out. I want to say that, first off, the people you admire who perform, who produce art that you find beautiful, that you find meaningful, they are to be held to, they ought to be held to a very specific standard. You admire what they do, 
you admire what they put out into the world, what you absorb from them, what the le- what people, legions of people absorb from them. So there's something to be said for that. Just because they are who they are doesn't mean you excuse any and every behavior. That's number one. That's the first thing I wanted to say. But more importantly than that, if there's somebody in your life, you if there's somebody in your life you love, you want them to be well, you want them to be happy, you want them to be accepted, you want them to be content. However much you love them, and we all have done fuck shit in our lives. They're just degrees. We've all fallen fucking short. We've all made mistakes. The people you love in your life, your friends, your family members, your certificate others, what have you, if you love them and you respect them and you want the best for them, you need to hold them fucking accountable. Mm -hmm. You can support a person you love and still hold them accountable. Yep. You can be loved by someone and still be held accountable by that person. Yep. That's that's real love, man. That's real love. Real love. Real shit. Real shit. It is not doing it when it's comfortable. The measure of your love and respect for a person in your life is doing what's right and trying to steer them in the right direction when it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's real bravery. That's real That's real love. Mm-hmm. The people in this man's life is Smitty's life. Smitty. Mm-hmm. I just imagine they don't, they aren't interested in holding him accountable. Mm-hmm. And as his friends, his colleagues in fucking Hollywood who claim to love him and respect him, uh, his wife, Whoever else is in his life. If you have individuals in your life who are not holding you accountable, they're not your fucking people, yo. Nope. They're not your people. His kids, his fucking idiot of a son, that's how we do it. This is how we do it. Like, do you love your daddy? Because if you boost his head up too fucking much, he might decide he wants to jump on some goddamn body else who's not there in front of a camera. hmm So... The way I feel about that, <laughs> the way I feel about that is if you love people, if you respect the folks in your life, if they happen to be entertainers of any sort, they happen to be writers, musicians, actors, actresses, painters, dancers, you know, comedians, you name it, it is your responsibility to hold them accountable, either from afar or in the case of family and friends, spouses, children, siblings, up close. Not holding the folks you love accountable, supporting horse shit only inspires more aggressive, more open horse shit. And that is uh, not good for anybody at all. Fuck anyone who supports horseshit of this sort or of any sort at all. We all ought to be able to um, evolve. We all ought to be able to change. But a lot of times that is next to impossible to do with our individuals in your life who love you and who respect you. Stand up for what's right even when it's not fucking popular. 
stand up for what's right. It'll make more sense in the end and uh, you'll be better for it and your people will be better for it. Stand up for what's right. If you love your people, you love your entertainers, particularly your people, tell them when the fuck they're wrong. Tell them when they're doing goddamn wrong. Don't fucking support them and they're wrong behavior and action support them because you love them but let them know this ain't the way to be mm -hmm. and we're gonna grow up we're gonna grow together mm -hmm. that's what i gotta say about that guy that's that's what i i'm gonna close on unless you have something else <laughs> you want to say man <laughs> nah well one more thing something mm -hmm. i've been saying and you've heard me say already fuck will smith fuck smitty Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. I don't give a damn. Fuck all the motherfuckers saying we we can cancel Will Smith. Fuck mm -hmm. y'all too. Fuck mm -hmm. him. He he may have a big comeback, but for now, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. That's it. And I gotta tell you, <laughs> might not be the most shocking thing in the world. I firmly agree. And if you are offended by what it is we are saying on this topic, as we've said in times past, uh, on casts past, you might need to think about the sort of individual you are. Mm -hmm. No, we're not always right. Yes, we could be wrong, but we can own up to when we're wrong too. We can own up to when we're not right too. And that's a big part of what it is to be, uh, that's a big part of being an adult. So yeah, I agree with my brother. Fuck you if you're in support of this. Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you some goddamn mo. Take a flying fuck at a rolling donut, put a dick in your ear, and fuck what you heard. Whatever other adage <laughs> you can think of. That's how I feel. I'm in um, tandem with my brother. Yeah, yeah. I reckon we'll see them someplace. On the other side. On, on, <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? You know, we're going to see them on the other side. On the other <laughs> Until next time on the main satellite. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. All right, good night, bro. Take it easy, bro. All right. All right.